This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on this time, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, at the same time on the Old Trailblazer. And I just want to mention right quickly, we just finished up a series of messages on faith healing, true and false. And uh, we'd be, be glad to send you, let you well, they're all their own CD, and they're all available at various, very, very nominal cost. We can quote you a price on the whole set, the 25 or 30 CDs. $1 a piece for the CDs plus postage. But I'm happy to be back with you at this time. Come on, Dan, let's go. Get up, get up. Dan, got to get a getting. And I had a man call me, wrote me the other day and sent me $100. Said, get old Dan a sack of feed, sack of oats there, a good crimped oats, trailblazer. Well, I did. And then I had another man. I make the statement once in a while, dig up that old coffee can in the backyard, send me $100. Well, this man sent me a Folgers coffee can with $20 in it. He said, trailblazer, all I had was $20. I said, well, that's fine. That'll get that. That'll do some good. I'll pay for some radio time. But I appreciate every one of you that helped me with the broadcast. I failed to mention that many times. But we're bringing you a studies now, a series of studies on the Antichrist. We're looking at the comparison between the gospel of the Antichrist and the gospel of our blessed Lord. I want to read for you that verse that I closed out with last time in Galatians, first, first chapter of Galatians, verse, verse 1 through verse, chapter 1, verse 6. I marvel that you're so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another gospel. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Pervert. That's a good word, my friend. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you, than which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Oh, my friend, we got we got much going on in this world today. That's not the gospel, and I, I know it's uh, get well, get get rich quick, and follow the money, and all of those things. Pastors and preachers and evangelists having three airplanes and a silver cathedral and all those things. I keep up with those things a little bit. I get literature from all over the country, all over people wanting to wanting to send me T-shirts and stained glass windows and all those things. But my friend, it's, you follow the money. That's what the old saying is. But let's get back to our study. The gospel of the Antichrist, Paul calls another gospel, which is not a gospel of of the of good news. The gospel of the Antichrist denies the depravity of man. It denies it. Let me make that clear. The gospel of the Antichrist denies the total depravity of man. The gospel of the Antichrist puts the emphasis on the dignity of man. The gospel of the Antichrist exalts man and defies, deifies man. The gospel of the Antichrist humanizes Christ and makes him a mere Jesus. Did you ever see such a rationalist, my friend? Just uh, makes me sick. I go in the store and get a few groceries, and the little clerk says, Have a Jesus day, mister. Have a Jesus day, mister. Oh, my friend, my friend, listen. I, 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 don't, know where, I don't know how far down we're going to go, but listen. The gospel of the Antichrist makes believingism the door of salvation. The gospel of the Antichrist ignores Holy Spirit conviction, and counter Bible repentance, a superstition of the past. 
The gospel of the Antichrist puts the emphasis on the will of the individual and makes the decision of that individual synonymous with salvation. The gospel of the Antichrist puts the emphasis on getting the individual to make a decision and to join his church. The gospel of the Antichrist will use anything, will use anything. Listen, my folks, listen. Oh, listen. Lost my page just a second. The gospel of the Antichrist will use, you may say, uh, whatever. But we'll get back to you in just a second. Just hold on. Hold on just a second. I'll turn the page over on. Now we're, here. now we're going. Let's get back. It'll give a mental assent to the word of God and join a church. That's what folks do. They give a mental assent to the pastor's message and then join that church. The gospel of the Antichrist laughs at Holy Spirit conviction. I've had folks laugh at me. I've had folks laugh at what we preach here. And then I've had them call me old fool, old fool this and old fool that. I do old crackpot. You know what I do? Let go in one ear and out the other. In one ear and out the other, my friend. But Lord, they called the Lord a lot of things. He said if they persecute you, they persecuted me first, didn't they? You remember that verse he said? But listen, the gospel of the Antichrist laughs at Holy Spirit conviction and calls the words we preach off-brand, screwballs, specklebirds, and uh, listen, while the preacher draws his breath and draws his salary and his members uh, live as they please and go to hell without warning. Do you, listen, Pastor. You listen to me, Pastor? Trailblazer? Li- are you listening to the old trailblazer? Are you warning your folks? To- my The whole thrust of my ministry here, especially in my 11 o'clock services, is to warn you to flee from the wrath to come. I tell my folks, the Bible says, the soul that sinneth it shall die. I often tell the story of the rich man and the old beggar. I quote that verse. It says, Father Abraham, Father Abraham, send Lazarus. Send Lazarus to dip his finger in water and come touch my tongue. My friend, that's real. That's real, authentic gospel. Then we have the story of the old rich farmer who came in one evening late and his wife was sitting on the porch and he said, darling, i got to do something. My barns are plumb full. They're out there busting at the seam. I know what I'll do. I'll build some bigger barns. I'll tear them old barns down, and I'll build bigger ones. And I'll put all my stuff in there, and I'll say to my soul, 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 take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry, for thou hast much goods laid up for you. Now, Mama, that's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to do. And all of a sudden, everything got quiet. Everything got real quiet on the front porch. And the Lord said, the Lord said, has the Lord ever spoken to you, my friend? He has to me, not verbally, not audibly, but that still small voice in your bosom speaks to you. Sometimes on the, laying on the bed at night, everything quiet. But this man was sitting on his front porch in a high back rocker. The Lord said, thou fool. This night, this night, tonight, your soul will be required of you. Then who shall all these things be? I wish you'd think about that just a moment. Would you think about that just a moment? I know you don't, may not appreciate the old trailblazer, but I'm trying to be through to you. I'm trying to keep you from going to hell, my friend. You may be romping and stomping and cussing, 
Won't have it. Won't have the gospel. But I tell you one thing. I tell you one thing. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. As a result, they have brought the world into the church. That's right. I've read after old divines, we call them old men of years ago, 1700s, 1800s. I'm, I, you know, one of the things they did back then, maybe you don't know. <clears throat> you come along and want to be a partaker of a certain church. There was, they had a little three, four men committed that examined you to see if you're saved. You couldn't just go up and join that church. No, I wish we had that back, my friend. I wish we had that back. As a result, listen to me. As a result, they brought into the church the world, turned their preaching service into moving picture shows. Most most auditoriums that I know of now have two or three movie screens up there behind the pulpit where they can show movies on Super Bowl night or whatever night they want to. Show movies to the children in their in their room and that back there in the back room. But listen, turn their preaching service over to movie shows, put on barn dances to raise money, and have cakewalks to raise money for their preachers. That's right. That's right. Let me tell you about a story about Brother Spurgeon. All of you know Brother Spurgeon. He said they had a church that was gotten a new preacher. And uh so one of the deacons told the other deacon, said, Let's pray. Let's pray about this new preacher. So they prayed, and the man said, Lord, you keep him humble, we'll keep him poor. Isn't that awful? Isn't that awful? They'll keep him poor. I know. I know how some folks are, my friend, starving preacher to death. I believe preachers ought to get paid. I don't pick no salary from this work myself. I'd never have, but I don't have to. I had a man wrote to me and said, Old Trailblazer, you ought, you ought to you ought to you ought to start preaching John three sixteen and quit taking those people's money. Well, I wrote him back, and I hardly ever do that. I wrote him back. and I said, my friend, you don't know me, and I don't know you. But I said I don't take a salary from radio missions. I've been here twenty five years, and I never have taken one penny, not one penny. I buy my own car, buy my own gas, got my own home, and uh, and 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 give give a lot of money to the church too. But I said, I do preach John 3, 16, 17, 18, and 19. See, you don't know me, fella. You ought to be sorry for yourself criticizing somebody like that. But the gospel of the Antichrist never talks about the Lord Jesus and him dying for a sinner, but magnifies the dignity of a man, the will of man, and man's religious program. And as a result, the people spend nights eight times, eight times as many hours at the movies as they do on Sunday school. That's right. There are more barmaids in America than there are college girls. There are more. There are one million illegitimate babies born every year in America, and more than that now. This was a long time ago I wrote this, and our nation harbors three times as many criminals as we have college students in our universities. Our major crime now is committed every 22 seconds in America, which seems that, listen now, my friend, listen, then... When I sit here before this microphone and call you our people to repentance, they cry, down, sinner, down, down. That's what I do. Come on down on your knees. Let's turn it. Let's, it's turn or burn, my friend. Christ or hell. Ever emissary of Antichrist will rise up and say, Pastor, you're just too hard. You're just too hard. Folks call me and tell me that. You're too narrow. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You need to listen now. Oh, listen, my prayer is that the Holy Spirit 
will fall in mighty convicting power all over our radio land, all over America, all over Europe, all over Ireland, Scotland, England. Oh, my friend. And sinners will be broken down at the feet of Christ for mercy and be crying, Lord, save me. Lord, save me or I perish. Do you ever look up that word perish in a dictionary, my friend? You ever do that? Sink, swim, or perish? You ever think about that perishing? The Bible says it cast into outer darkness where there'll be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. You say, oh, I don't want to hear all that, trailblazer. Well, you, you need to hear it. I tell you, I'm a realist. I believe literally the Bible is literal. It's true. No, not, not, a, not a comma nor a, a semicolon or a question mark is out of place in the Bible. No, sir, it's verbally inspired. But I, I preach it as it is to men as they are. If you're not saved, you're lost. If you're lost, you're going to hell. If you go to hell, you're going into fire. That's right. Sodom and, Gar, Sodom and Gomorrah won't be nothing upside eternal hell, my friend. Oh, I had a lady call me the other day and said, Pastor, don't mention hell on the radio. That scares me. Well, you ought to be scared. But listen, this is the old trailblazer. This is Pastor Albert Pendarwood. I'm just, I'm just trying to be gentle and kind to you folks and bring you the gospel too. I can't compromise the truth with you, my friend. I have to be true to you. you if you're not saved, you lost. Maybe that'll sink home to your heart. It did to me one day. Oh, I saw I was on the road to hell, my friend, straight as a Martin is to his gourd. And I was going there justly. I deserve to go there. And every born-again believer will tell you that they don't deserve to go to heaven. Don't deserve to go to heaven, my friend. Oh, no. And uh, But I wish, you'd, I wish you'd turn to the Lord. Would you do that? Remember my mailing address. It's Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And then call me and let me hear from you. You folks up there in, in uh, uh, Hoboken, call me. You folks over there in Clearwater, Florida, call me. You folks over there in, in Montezuma somewhere, call me. And let me hear from you. This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis. I'm just an old country boy. I tell folks I was so green, geese followed me around, raised on a farm out here in the country. But I, I love you. I do love you. I'm doing it out of love, my friend. I wish you'd call me and tell me you love me. You don't have to tell me anything. Just just help me with the broadcast a little if you possibly can. And I appreciate it. Until the next time, goodbye and God bless you.